Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode I've titled probably something like I want a verse I am. And the idea for this podcast was spawned off the back of a conversation with my client who you guys know, her name is Sophie, and she's been on the podcast a few times, a few times now, maybe three times. And also as a bit of a reflection on my own recent competing experience. So I, if you don't know, I did just compete in a bikini competition, getting back on stage after six years of not being on stage on this, just this weekend past. And it was an absolutely incredible experience. If you would like to see or hear more about that, definitely head to my YouTube channel, which is called Fit and Free with AIM, and you'll see all of the details there. I probably will talk a little bit about my competing experience in future episodes, but definitely more of the information that you'll get will be over on YouTube only. So when we're thinking about achieving results, I really want to I really want you to think about if we were to draw say a mind map for a person to get like the best results that they possibly can. The word in the middle of that mind map is going to be identity. What is this person's identity? Because that is the most important component when we're looking at, honestly, in any area of life, achieving a particular thing. And just let me explain. So typically when someone wants to achieve a physique or a performance goal or result, it's going to start out in the form of a desire. Like I want, a desire is that I want, I want to do something. I want to achieve something. I want to squat a hundred kilos. I want to lose a dress size. I want to build bigger glutes. I want to do a powerlifting comp. I want to do a bikini comp, right? And all of these things are positioned in our mind as something out there in the future for us to attain. Now, when people are able to achieve exactly what it is they want, the 100 kilo squat, the bikini comp, the powerlifting comp, the losing a dress size, the building muscle, and not only achieve it, but then continually improve and sorry, continually sustain and improve on those results. It's actually because they have taken that desire and turned it into part of their identity. Because we act in ways that are congruent with who we believe we are. We are always going to act in a way over time in congruence with who we believe we are. That is, what is our identity? So I will take you through what this practice looks like so that you can apply this concept for yourself. But also, if you're, you're, you're already doing this, 
in so many ways that you're probably not even realizing with everything. So this is already in play for you. It's not something that some people are doing and some people aren't. It's like when people talk about mindset, and you guys know I've had an interesting relationship with the word mindset and mindset and concepts of mindset over the last two years, but people talk about mindset work. And it's like, we, we always have a mindset. Like you always have a particular mindset at any given time, whether you're being intentional with it or not. And some people have a very competitive, very driven, very ambitious mindset. That is the way that they are. That is the way that they function, whether that was modeled to them as a kid, whether that was just something that it really, really appeals to them and their values Whereas we also know that some people aren't naturally like that or they weren't originally like that, their character wasn't like that, but through intentional work, they can actually change their mindset. We can change our mindset. It's totally possible. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick break to let you know how you can work with me. I currently have places available inside the Glam Body Program. And if you don't know what it is, this is my completely personalized programming, nutrition, and education online coaching service that is specifically designed to help women get strong and progress their body composition, whether that means gaining muscle, getting lean, or both. So Glam Body is best suited for two types of women. The first loves training, but you've never had a your programming or nutrition tailored to you. Perhaps you're just doing classes or using apps, but you do want more efficient results and you want to learn more about your body. Or perhaps you have had some element of assistance before, but you're still struggling with overtraining, undereating, speaking negatively to yourself, and you feel like nothing's enough, and you just want to be able to make physique and performance progress without burning the candle at both ends. So to get your spot, just DM me on Instagram with the heading Glam Body or you can fill out the application form that is linked in the show notes below and we can have a chat about whether Glam Body is a good fit for you. With that said, let's get back into the episode. So if we take the example, I want to squat 100 kilos, how do we go about achieving that? Like in practicality, how do we go about achieving that? So you're going to need to you know, get a gym membership or be around somewhere that has a squat rack. You're going to need to learn how to squat. You're going to need to learn then how to squat with a barbell. And you're going to have to follow a program specifically designed to produce the muscular and neurological adaptations to progress your squat up to the weight of 100 kilos, right? It's going to take different people different amounts of time to do that relative to your anatomy, relative to your starting strength, your starting position, your history, your body weight, all of that sort of stuff. And That in and of itself, like this process of going to the gym, learning how to squat, squatting with a barbell, and then over time progressing up to that 100 kilos is going to take a very specific mindset and lifestyle, right? So we're thinking you're going to have to have adequate food for recovery. You're going to have to get your sleep in. You're going to have to make sure you're hydrated. You're going to have to make sure you manage your stress. You're going to have to make sure that your scheduling allows for you to be consistent with training, But it's like if we start with that desire, I want to squat 100 kilos, and then we note down all of the things we need to do to achieve that and the kind of lifestyle it's going to take for all of those pieces to fall into place as well, you can see that this is that, that we have reversed engineered it and we've really created an overarching lifestyle. We've we've created character traits to be able to produce this particular result. Okay, so. 
I want, I, I want the desire is the first part and the smallest part of the equation. Because I want you to think of someone who, or a time in your life where you've said you've wanted something and you've taken no action, or you've done a goal setting exercise, you did it, you sat in the workshop, you did the goal setting, and then you took absolutely zero action towards it, right? The desire, the I want is the starting place. It's like turning a flashlight on and highlighting the goal we want to achieve, but you actually have to take the steps towards that that thing, right? So if you identify as someone who is going to squat 100 kilos, like you have no doubt in your mind, I'm going to be able to achieve this, or someone who can squat 100 kilos, whichever of those things, it, it doesn't matter. The friction to doing all of those things that I just mentioned, getting into the gym, uh, practicing consistently, adequate food, adequate sleep, hydration, stress management, questions to you know a coach or hiring a coach to help you there's gonna be way less friction because all of those things align with your identity it's part of who you are so it just makes sense that you'll do these things okay and so we know that there are going to be things outside of your control from time to time like emergencies that will get in the way of you know potential training sessions or illness or all of those sorts of things but when you have this identity of i am someone who goes into the gym and i am someone who squats and i am someone who is working my way up to 100 kilos the way you act the decisions you make the way you speak to yourself the way you talk to others all of these things are going to compound but it means that there's way less friction compared to the person who is saying things. And we can contrast this with the identity of someone who's like, I'm weak, I can't squat, I hate barbell work. Their friction and their decision-making is going to be so different from the person who holds as their identity as either someone who can, someone who absolutely loves the process, and someone who is in, in the process of achieving this goal, Okay. You know, the person with the high amount of friction, they're, you know, they're, they're going to miss sessions. They're not going to go in there. They're not going to seek out help. They're not going to ask questions. They're not going to look at all of the possible ways they can maximize their potential to get to that 100 kilos, maybe more efficiently or faster, whatever you'd like to say. So if we take so, for example, we both, Sophie and I have had conversations about this. We have seen a massive shift in her identity. We've seen it happen two, two, twice in um, really quick succession, and I'm sure Soph will be able to identify in her own life multiple times that this has happened before. But the first time it happened for Soph was when she first floated the idea of doing a palatine comp with me, and we decided to go ahead. Um, in a check-in reply to her, I called her a powerlifter because that's what she is, right? She is tracking to participate in a powerlifting comp. Therefore, in my eyes, she is a powerlifter. <laughs> so that's what I called her. And she messaged me to let me know that hearing me say that about her, click of her fingers, everything integrated, that, that identity integrated. And she started viewing the process as so much more intentional, with more mindfulness, with, I, I will say, greater levels of confidence, but maybe more so like seriousness. It was just like, oh, holy shit, this is actually truly a possibility for me now. Like I'm on the trajectory to make this happen. It's very real. That's probably a much better word to use. It made it real for her. 
and we saw things shift. Uh, she, you know, not not too uh, not too long after that, she's now switched gyms, a primarily strength based or powerlifting gym. She's in and amongst the powerlifting community, and has done two powerlifting competitions. She's a powerlifter, right? And the second time was post these two competitions. So she just finished them up recently. And her progress, Soph's progress since finishing these powerlifting comps has just been out of this world. We have seen the biggest amounts of progression across her technique, across her ability to lift really heavy, across her her strength, her actual strength. She's hitting total um, load PBs. It's just been out of this world since those comps. And she's fueling herself better than ever. She really had a bit of a, she called herself out on her fueling and has improved that, which is amazing. And Soph is really seeing herself truly, truly as an athlete now. It's not even like she's a novice powerlifter, but it's not even like someone who is about to do a novice comp because that's one identity. You can completely see the shift in Soph now that she's got the two comps under her belt. She identifies as an athlete. She identifies as a powerlifter. And in turn, that identity, the way she carries herself, the decisions she makes, the people she talks to, the information she seeks out, the information she gives me in her check-in, how she is self, uh, what's the word, like self-critiquing, how she can do things better. It's just risen. Everything has risen. and She's getting the better results because of that. And I think having so much more fun as well. And it's the impact of these consistent leveling up of your identity or of our identity that's inform that informs our daily decision making and then our actions, which further solidifies our identity, which improves our results. Um, and it's just this big circle feeding into itself of consistently up leveling and improving and enjoying everything so much more. Like I said at the start of the podcast, remember, we are going to act in congruence over time. We might do things out of character here and there, but we over time, we are going to act in congruence with who we believe we are and our identity. So personally, I've noticed exactly the same thing happened to me with my bikini competition. So at around eight weeks prior to my show date, I really decided competing is for me. I fucking love it. I am going to do multiple seasons. I am a competitor now. And I started to identify as a competitor, not as a person doing a show. Six years ago when I first competed, I definitely didn't identify as a competitor. It was a person doing a show. The reason why is I was doing it for reasons that weren't related to actually bikini competing. I was doing it to lose weight, to be skinny. That's all I really wanted. And to like, I felt like I would deserve food if I worked that hard for that long. None of those things are actually an athlete mindset or an athlete identity. None of those have anything to do with being a, a bikini athlete. Like none of them. They're completely separate. And I can see there were so many reasons why that post show period was a disaster, like a lot. One of them was my own identity. And it wasn't of a competitive athlete. It wasn't of a bikini competitor. 
But like I was saying, eight weeks prior to this most recent show, I was like, I'm fucking in this and I'm in this for seasons, years to come. I don't know, you know, touch wood, health and all of that sort of stuff. It's going well for me right now. But as long as I can be in it and as long as I'm enjoying it, I want to. And I really started identifying as an athlete who's going to be doing multiple seasons. And this shouldn't have happened, but my training intensity and effort increased and my weight started to increase. This really shouldn't be happening eight weeks out of a show. But what it showed me was I always had that capacity. Being in such a significant deficit was like a 40% deficit. No way in hell would I have had as much capacity for training as I would have in the off season or even in weeks prior. So that tells me I didn't actually improve my training capacity. I was just where I actually was meant to be for 100%. And I should have been lifting with so much more effort and weights that were so much heavier previously, right? So it wasn't that I actually improved through the deficit. It was that my identity changed. And I was like, all of these other girls, all of these other bikini athletes are busting their ass day in, day out. They're not skimping on their training. I have not a moment to lose. So I really have to push myself as hard as I possibly can. And it was just really interesting to me to see because it it really just dawned on me like that was the difference. It was my mindset and my identity that changed the way I was coming into the sessions. And I've spoken about this actually with my mentoring clients in a slightly different sense before, but This is where it's like you can give two people the same training program. One person comes in with a real athlete identity and you don't have to compete. If you're listening to this and you're like, this is not, you know, I'm not a powerlifter. I'm not a bikini competitor. It doesn't matter. If you value excellence, if you value getting very good results, if you value progression and performance and building muscle and building strength, then an athlete mindset is going to serve you. And you know what? It can just be fun. Like I don't want this to, if this feels heavy or pressured, then you know, you can take or leave the athlete mindset. But for the women I coach, they feel better when they're giving it their all, when they're really putting their mind and their intention to their training. And again, you don't have to be competitive to do this. It doesn't have to be for anything else other than your own personal fulfillment and enjoyment. And there's no test. There's no one looking over your shoulder. There's no one calling you a failure if you don't hit a PB that you wanted to hit. It's none of that stuff. I'm really saying this to help you get the most out of your training, get the best results. But in doing that, I truly believe you're going to have the most fun and be the most fulfilled with your training, okay? You know, I went through a couple of years having lost my mojo and I swear it was because my identity in terms of training was just flimsy as fuck. It really was so much more about, look, I'm just doing this to, you know, maintain my strength and my health, which is a very, very important. But in terms of like the fun payoff, for me, who who I am a competitive person, it wasn't there. And having some form of competition is really, really fun for me. It's what I get a lot of joy out of. And so that's a personal value of mine. We align that with this athlete or competitive mindset. And you can just see how it's like the garden that grew my fire back. Okay. So I want to leave you with a little bit of a task 
to do, which is going to help you identify your own mindset, your own I am, and see if you're happy with it. And if you're not, you can create a new one, right? That's the coolest thing with this, right? That we uh, we are constantly able to create and change our personality, uh, to align with our values. And that's what that's, I hope that that's the biggest message coming across here, that this is all about aligning with your values so that you feel the best and you can have some fun in the gym. So have a think about your, I want. So when you're saying I want, and just think back, you know, are you talking to your coach? Are you talking to your friends, your partners, your partner? When you say I want in relation to the gym, what are you saying? What do you want to achieve? And then I want you to ask when you're also talking to yourself or your friends or your coach or whatever, what are you saying after the words I am? Are you saying, you know, I am so bad with food. I am so weak. I am lazy. I'm an all or nothing person. That's a big red flag because all or nothing people get nothing. (laughs) Okay. Or are you saying I'm really excited to be in the gym. I feel strong. I am someone who loves lifting weights. I really want you to think about and not create a new new version. I want you to think about the last week or the last month and ask yourself like what am I saying to myself? What am I saying to other people after the words I am? And then I want you to write that down and I want you to look at what is your I want? What is your I am? Are they congruent? Because if they're not congruent, you're going to have heaps of friction and really struggle to get the results that you want. Okay. So from there, I then want you to think if they're not congruent, that's totally fine. But what I am statements, and it can be multiple, you can do as many as you like, would actually be congruent with your I want. So say your I want is I want to squat 100 kilos. Your I am is going to be, I am super excited to get into the gym. I love learning about how to make my squat pattern more efficient. I feel strong. I am excited to get in and practice my squat pattern. I am a gym goer. I'm a woman who lifts weights. I'm a woman who loves barbell back squatting or whatever it is, yeah? So that's what I want you to do. Let me just take you through the homework task one more time. I want you to have a think about your wants when it comes to your training and your physique and your performance. I then want you to take a look back at the last month and your own personal self-talk is probably going to be the strongest, but also what are you saying to other people? In terms of I am, what are you saying I am? What are you identifying with? What feels congruent for you? In here, you're probably going to see the common struggles that you're coming up against when it comes to your training and nutrition and physique and performance. And then if they're not congruent and you've been struggling to get results, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because your I want and I am don't match. So from there, what I want you to do is think about who are the people who have already achieved the I want that I want and what character traits do they exhibit? And if I exhibited them, what would I be saying in terms of I am? How would I speak to myself? How would I speak about myself? And I want you to write them down. 
And from there, there will be a specific set of decision-making processes and action steps that you can start to practice. So you're like, okay, Aim, I've got this list of words on a paper, but how do I then integrate and execute? Amazing. So from there, the easiest way is actually to start to ask yourself, if this isn't me yet, you don't have to fake it till you make it, but it's like, how could I, what are the possibilities here if I already had my want or if I believe that just no matter what it was coming true, like 100% belief that it was going to come true, what decision would I make here? What would I be telling myself? What would I be thinking? What actions would I do? What actions would I undertake? Who would I be speaking to? What communities would I be involved in? What chances would I take? What risks would I take? What scary things would I do? And from there, you will slowly start to immerse yourself in the process. And then eventually you're going to become this person who has achieved that goal, like Soph and the powerlifting. The first thing for her was to tell her coach, i.e. me, I want to do a powerlifting comp. Then it was to agree to the training, to undertake each of the training blocks, to sign up to the competition, to do the competition, to do another one, and then to continue to solidify that by coming into an improvement season with the goal of going again and now here she is fully formed powerlifting athlete okay if you've loved this episode I read a book a little while ago and I do just want to say there are bits and pieces that you can take or leave of these books and I am always a little bit hesitant now with recommending mindset books because I did a podcast episode last year sometime and almost every single book on the list, I just want to put a big red cross through now. So look, I'm constantly up in uh, evolving my thoughts on this kind of like athlete mindset, identity, self-belief, all of those, all of those sorts of things. But I do want to just say I did find this book helpful to some extent and take it, take with it what serves you, leave what doesn't. But the book, I believe, is called Psycho-Cybernetics. And again, please, I'm not going to hold my hat to ev- absolutely every single thing written in that book. But the gist of it really is all about our identity and how our, our identity is really shaping for us so many of the things that we're able to achieve. And I think that that is a really valuable further reading resource if you would like to go into this topic a little bit more. With that being said, as always, please shoot me through a message if you want to have a chat about this. You can contact me on Instagram at the underscore female physique hub. The My links are in the show notes below. If you have any topics that you would love to hear me podcast on or YouTube on or any of those things, please shoot me through a message and let me know as well. I really, really love to converse with you guys in the DMs. And actually, very excitingly, we just cracked over 6,000 downloads, which is absolutely epic so i just wanted to finally say thank you so much for all of your support and i will see you or see you or you will listen to me uh next week 